There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. Kenpai, which of course is try the glass in Japanese. Kenpai, Chris. Kenpai, what was it? Try the glass. Dry the glass. Dry the glass. That makes more sense. Try the glass. Dry the glass. Kenpai, uh, so welcome the to the Gin and Jandals podcast. And this week we've got an exciting gin. I mean, we, we always have an exciting gin, but this one just seems, I don't know. I'm ready for this one, Chris. Well, it's 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 been a while since we've done this due to various COVID-induced, uh, you, you know, um, yeah. hold-ups and and other things. Um, it's it's the virus that just keeps on giving. Um, but yeah, we're back, and well, we we don't want to give the game away, but um, I'm excited about this gin as well. <laughs> and we all know what that means, listeners. It means that this is one of Chris's, and he actually likes it. Have you liked any of the ones I've sent you, or the one? Yeah, send me any. It's ridiculous. Since you won. Just, you know. Since you yeah, curiosity. Won. Yeah, I do. I'm Scottish by descent. Um, but yeah, this yeah, one. Hmm? Nothing? What? Who? What? Huh? Carry on. Uh, I'm actually looking forward. I haven't had a gin in a few weeks. Uh, we've been, we have been isolating Chris, thanks to, thanks to my daughter. Um, oh, and, crap. and I've avoided the alcohol in isolation. Have you? <laughs> yeah. Just anything that got me through. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, different, different, different strokes and folks. Um, but yeah. So tonight's gin, this evening's gin, wherever you're listening, at the mighty gin. Oh, hang on, hang on. Before we go into this, I just want to do some name dropping. Oh, well, one name drop. You know, you have those. You, you know how wonderful New Zealand is in terms of, you know, you're speaking to people, and then before you know it. Um, they turn out to be somebody that you, you know, you've heard of. Yeah, the, the degrees of separation, you know? Yes. So I was talking to one of the parents of the the kids I trained for rugby, like rugby coaching, yeah. And um, Changton, turns out he knows, he, well, he works for Good George. Good George, the beer place. Well, Good George, the beer place, who also do uh, gin. Yes, and they do... I do lots of seasonal gins, like all their batches are yeah. named after yeah, yeah, the season yeah. or something. They are, um, and they have some interesting names. Some let's just go with uh, fruity language names, um, and I'm sure you've you've kind of seen them on, on on the shelves. Anywho, isn't it one? It's just a small world. Like you know, you've got your gin podcast, and then before you know it, you're talking to a person who sells the gin. You know, <laughs> it's 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 just very New Zealand and. Um, and so you're, well, you're announcing wanted... live our sponsorship from Good George. Well, maybe. Who knows? Okay. Um, no, you're no, not announcing. Certainly, um, <laughs> so, well, I think certainly we'll be trying Good George uh, and its range of fine, fine gins. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just, you know, it's it's just small town New Zealand or, or two degrees of, of separation New Zealand. Um, and sometimes you just get reminded of these facts. Isn't it great? I like it. It is. Uh, New Zealand is a small town. The, the thing I'm coming across at the moment is actually lots of people who have some connection to the small town I grew up in. Where did you grow up? Huh? Uh, a small place called Catty Catty. Oh, yeah. Just just kind of outside. I'm going to say just outside Tauranga, but I, yes. I, I guess it's a little bit further than just outside. Well, it's north. Um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, random people are meeting going, oh, I used to go there. Okay. Yes, hmm. That's very close. But anyway, back to the gin, Chris, because it's all about the gin. 
It is all about the chain. And tonight, Chris, we have the famous, infamous, read and read native gin. Um, we do. Which, as I said before, sounds a little bit colonial. And it'll be right up your alley. <laughs> uh, native as in, uh, in, in this case, um, native botanicals. And we have been here once before with, with native botanicals. Way back, way back, if you can remember, uh, actually right back to our first episode, Mark, it was. So um, the Curiosity. Yeah, it was it. Curiosity Gen. Which is still my favourite. Oh, Interesting. Uh, well, let's see if that changes with uh, with tonight's yeah. gin. I mean, read. Just to pull them up a little bit, Chris, when they say it's native because mm. it's made from native botanicals, it means there's three botanicals in there that are native. Then there's a bunch of other stuff, as you'd expect. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, you know how I like to ruin things. I'm, I'm terrible at Christmas. Um, yes, I imagine you are. <laughs> what botanicals can we expect, Chris? Is it is it a... Simple gin with five or fewer, or is it a more complex, some would say Ponzi gin with greater than five? Well, as, as you indicated, um, there are three native botanicals, uh, Kawakawa, Horopito, and Manuka. And uh, I think Horopito is always the interesting one because that's kind of the little spicy, bit peppery. Of pepper, yeah. Um, but, yeah. And then, well, and then they go... I don't know whether the word is overboard, but uh, <laughs> juniper, coriander seed, angelica root, licorice root, oris root, lots of roots, uh, fennel seed, nutmeg, which is interesting, cassia, cardamom, and some orange peel. Now, that that sounds like quite a lot of botanicals. It uh, is. It's thirteen if you if you if you are counting. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, that's just a fair that that's a fair chunk of botanicals. Let's just let's just leave it at that. We've you know yeah. we've we've had other gins that have been equally. Um, I think sauce is pretty botanical heavy. Yeah, um, quite a few. Oh no, sorry, it was it wasn't sauce. Light. It was um, I can't. Oh, it all blurs. Ha. <laughs> um, I'm actually looking to see if I can taste the nutmeg and maybe the cassia. Mm. Could be, could be. Um, but you know, I don't quite know what a nutmeg. Tastes like in a gin. Well, I think we're about to find out, aren't we? We are. Get your bottles ready. So, as usual, uh, it's the tasting live on air. Doing this via a podcast means that um, you have to leave, uh, you know, a fair degree up to your imagination. Um, but we we try for the the sake of our listeners to um, have as many sound effects as, as as possible close to the mic, so you can yeah. you can really get the nuance of what we're doing. You know, other, so I- as always, Mark. Uh, we're starting with um, well, straight spirit, aren't we? Yes. Do you know other podcasts look down on uh, drinking on air? Do they? Yeah, I can't work out why. Well, there's, there's a few people who just would prefer to see this as a video, but I, I don't understand that. Why? <laughs> why spoil the moment by being allowed to see our faces? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd agree. They wouldn't add anything. No. So sniffing no. it. Right. Hmm. I've just opened the bottle, and I, 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 I like, love that smell. You like this gin? It, the smelling it, it actually re- it away, reminds but... me of Thompson whiskey. Um, you have your own whiskey? No, it's spelt wrong. Um, well, it's the other oh. tribe. Uh, if you, if you care and look into the Thompson versus Thompson history, um, there are actually two different clans in Scotland. Um, it's okay. not just a change of spelling like the French came over and decided to spell things differently. Um, Sorry, you bored me at clans. <laughs> Sorry, my heritage bores you, Chris. Let's drink. 
Hmm. Hmm. I'm liking that, Chris. That is, I almost say that's the first gin we've had straight that I'm going. That you've liked. Hmm. It is. It's still quite burning. <laughs> oh, there's the burn. Um, but yeah, Ooh, but you can tingle on the tongue. How much am I drinking? You get the, you get the, you get that pack of flavour, don't you? It really, <laughs> it really does kind of the complex hit you. botanicals. It very, I mean, highly. I mean, there's a lot of them. It has to be complex. <laughs> that is delicious. Can't find any nutmeg. I don't think my palate's that well enough developed to be able to identify it. But I think you definitely get the horopito. Mmm, strong horopito. Not very strong. And um, I get the orange peel as well. Yep. I'm going to do that again, Mark. Gosh. I'm still going. I've pulled myself a little bit larger than normal, but I think that was a beneficial mistake tonight. Not getting a lot of licorice root, which... Which is good, I suppose. Mm. Oh, I do like that. <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah. um, this podcast, Mike and Chris go, mmm, a lot there, <laughs> as they try it neat. Crazy. Well, I was just, I was actually going to interrupt our, our tasting with a interesting gin-based question, Mark. Sure, shoot. Uh, I will do. And you might get this. I think you might. Uh, in which country was gin first produced? I want to say England. I know you want to, but you're not going to, because right. that'd be wrong. Think back to a few bottles ago, where we described a bottle, and it came from a particular country. The style came from a particular country. Can you remember that country, Mike? Can you? Can you? Can you? No. Um, oh, okay. Well, that's going to wreck things, isn't it? Hang on. Let me just have another sip. I put some ice in it, Chris, just to, just to cut it a little bit. Still going neat. This is the longest neat tasting mm, it is. we've actually done to date. Okay. Which I think is a good sign. Two small ice cubes, neat. Fantastic. And the first country to produce gin, does it ring any bells? Do you remember? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I got distracted by the gin. <laughs> um, no, memory like a sieve. It was uh, the Netherlands. And if you remember, I think it was the uh, was it Scape Grace Premium, I think it was, that had a bottle shaped like a coffin. Which Yes, uh, that's was, right. Now it's coming back to me. Yes. Yeah, which was, was uh, apparently a bottle popular in the Netherlands. Mm. That is educational. You've really enjoyed that, haven't you? I have. Maybe I just have been a little bit dry for too long. I think that... Well, either, uh, you know, it's COVID. They've talked about, you know, it impacts your taste buds. And I think perhaps your taste buds have, have, have missed... Have missed gin, which... Well, yeah, considering I'm in the same camp as you, as in I have too much gin and not drinking enough of it before I buy oh, more I bottles. I was going to say I don't necessarily have that challenge. This is um, this is probably going to be the uh, – what have I got left? I might just end up with a quite a large gin um, <laughs> in this podcast. It, you know, I haven't got enough left in the bottle to have two. So I might just, you know, combine it into one strong gin. I mean, that, that seems reasonable, doesn't it? Yes, Chris, it's perfectly justifiable. 
Okay, good. Right, good. I'm restocking my glass. I'm putting in the ice cubes. Now, my tonic water of choice, Chris, tonight is the Schweppes. Interesting. So you've moved away from... Ah, uh, yeah. I see you've moved away from... Mm. And even in a can. Oh, oh beautiful. Um, now, actually, because I'm tasting live on air, I've realized I don't need a whole can unless I put a lot more gin in. Hmm. I'll go with the standard measures, two to one, and we will uh -huh. go from there. Okay, I'm just getting my eyes. I'll have a bit more. Beautiful. I've got a rather heavy pour here, but <laughs> I think that's okay. And then this uh, this episode, um, I'm back in the old fever tree. Well, at least you're not on the diet. Yeah, uh, I've refused. I'm just not going to do that. What's your um, mixing, Chris? Because my two to one feels over tonic. Um, I'm also doing two to one, but I did a hefty pour to start with, so we shall see. Um, it could be that, that though. I reckon if I don't top that up a little bit, that's going to be too strong. Because um, I did so much neat, maybe my mouth is just corrupted. Hmm. There we go. A bit more than two to one. That's just that's delicious. There you go. I've said it. I think that's. That is lovely. It's it's a little bit sweeter, mm. I find, than um, it could be the tonic. Than some of the other gins we tried, because tonic well, water is full of sugar. Like it's equal to Coke with sugar. Well, mine has got no artificial sweetness. Yeah, that just means mm. it's sugar, Chris. <laughs> Let me just check the ingredients. I haven't really looked. Like sugar is not artificial; it's natural. Oh, I hate it when you read that. <laughs> Sugars, quantity per serving, 14.2 grams. Um, how much is a serving? 200 mil. Okay. So you're, you're slightly less than me. Mine's 8.9 grams per 100 mils, and you're about 7 point something. I think, though, compared to diet, which, well... We should just... There should be certain things, you know... Um, people aren't allowed and I think diet tonic water is one of them um, I think so too yeah it, it's you know I'm all for people not having too much sugar but if it's going to wreck your gin and tonic I mean come on yeah well also make your I know the effects of alcohol worse um, I'm liking this less Chris oh, you're liking it less mm, I like less it than neat. me or just you liked it neater mm. do you think you've over tonic no, no, because I topped up. Um, so I put in, put in one and a half. So about so about so this is interesting. So of, of you, gin to you're saying you read and read mm. the native gin. You prefer neat. Yes, although this is very easy drinking, and it's very. I do think it's very yeah. Do you think? Um, 
So in 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 the last episode, we we uh, you drank with friends. <laughs> yes. Um, do you think if you'd introduce this because I, oh. uh, the three last week were curiosity, curiosity, little bitty, and dancing sans savon blanc. Yeah. So do you think that if you introduce this into the mix, it would have changed their minds? I think they would have liked it. Like they like the curiosity mm-hmm. the best. Because they have good taste. Um, <laughs> this is not as interesting as Curiosity. Wow. Um, not as interesting. You mean from a flavor perspective? Yeah, like 13 botanicals. And it's, yeah, they're all sort of evened out now. Whereas neat, you could, you know, some of them, some of them are kicking off. Whereas a Curiosity mm-hmm. with less botanicals. Does more with the flavour. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think. Come on. It, it, it's just a little bit weak in the flavour, but maybe that's maybe I'm expecting too much. I think. Well, so so for for kickoff, let's just run through the usual. So it's forty two percent, which is a whole two percent more than uh, than Curiosity. Um. What else? It's it's a Martinborough. You know how, you know, Pinot's, you've got, you know, the Otago or the, you know, the Martin. Yeah, Brook. or the Christchurch um, Industrial like Estate. Wine. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, but Curiosity, yeah, Curiosity's uh, Christchurch in wine. Oh, sorry, Christchurch in gin, isn't it? Yes, yes, it's Industrial Estate. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, well, m- maybe that's what's lacking in Read and Read. Um, you know, Ooh, it, it's, it's exhaust gases. Maybe we're not, we're missing. I'm just reading some reviews here from danmurphys.com.au, which is Australia mm-hmm. now, obviously. And uh, Lush from Melbourne, he says, this is his new favorite gin. It's mm-hmm. a great option as the weather starts to cool, slightly peppery, yet mm-hmm. still floral, more savory than sweet. Lots of interest on the palate and goes equally well at, with high quality tonic. Um, so my my impression there is that Lush has a more complex and uh, mature palate than I do, because he's <laughs> getting more into this gin than I am. And then we have stunning th- gin from Flip, and he says the aromas or she they uh, of this gin is great by itself, which we have picked up on. Mixes yep. need to be light and as such mineral water or mild tonic water that does not overpower the stunning flavours of this gin. Um now I do not have mineral water to hand. But I'm wondering if that's what I'm I'm uh, getting there, Chris. My tonic water is too complex. Yeah. Uh, well I mean th- this is the the interesting part and, and I, I think um uh, we have a podcast to to do around just tonic water, um, you know, by itself. Because you're right, I, I think it does um, it does impact the gin itself. I I'm still not bought into all the different flavors of tonic water. I'm just you know a little bit yeah. traditional in that way. But certainly, you know, I know this gin with a diet tonic water is disgusting. Um, but to be fair, that's the same for all gins. Yeah. Uh, I do think it, yeah, I think it probably would make a difference if we're a little bit lighter on the tonic water. But um, I thought it was quite interesting uh, how, who, I can't remember the first guy you mentioned there. Uh, Lush, Lush, I think it was. Yes, Mrs. Lush, Miss Lush. 
so it's got colder in recent days. Mm. And and I think, you know, I've had this perspective that, you know, gin is more of a summer drink, right? Drinking the yeah. summer. It's yeah. oh, refreshing. On the beside the pool. Yeah, right. So in the winter, is gin still a thing? Is is what I started to, to wonder about. Um, and I think some of these native gins, particularly with the Horopito, where you're kind of getting that more spiciness, I think actually fits perfectly. Well, isn't there that... Well, it's not a theory, it's proved, isn't it? That if you have something cold, it warms you up. Um, because the body has to work harder to keep you warm or something like that. So I know it sounds like an old wife's tale, but I'm, gonna, I'm willing to believe it for the podcast. Let's, let's not be putting people, let's not put off drinking, drinking gin because it's winter. No. Um, I, I'm, I'm liking this, Chris. Would I, would I, if you, if I was around to yours, and you said, hey, can we just finish off the read and read? I'd be like, yeah, I could do another one or two. Well, unfortunately, if you come around to mine to try and finish off the read and read, you're going to be sorely disappointed because I've just finished it off. Hmm. Um, it's uh, because, you know, we provide a service to our listeners. Uh, you've walked into um, you've walked into the liquor store, you know, and you're looking for, for the bottle. Um, what are you going to see? Well... Interestingly enough, we've got we've got a couple of um, they've had a bottle update. So yeah, I um, yeah. So we've got I've still got uh, the old bottle, which is a rather old fashioned. Is that the solid bottle? Solid label. Yeah, yeah. No. So it's, it's you know the bottle I've got rather. I mean, it's a little bit boring. Um, it's, it's, tr- uh, it's black embossed black. What's embossed on it? Yeah. Flowers. Uh, I think it's the native um, botanicals, actually. Okay, and that's got um, some. I'm not an expert, but I believe yeah, that looks like Corapito to me. Gold. Uh, yep, gold writing. Um, yeah, red and red. So it's a little bit. It's a nice hefty bottle. I like the weight of the base. <laughs> How many blows would um, it take to knock a man out? Um, don't answer that, just in case you do okay. know. Um, yeah. I would actually. I mean, I, I know this is picky. I think the top of that bottle. Doesn't look very good. The the new bottle or the old bottle? The new the old bottle, sorry. The new bottle with the mm-hmm. jagged edge uh, label and yep. proper cork inside. Looks much better. A little bit squat. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're trying to bottle someone with it, you're going to have to grip a bit harder because the neck's not very good to hold. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 700 mil, I think, in, in both cases. Yes. Um, and about 60 bucks. Pr- yeah, price-wise. I mean, which is kind of good price, I reckon. Yeah. Um, I don't think, if you spend your 60 bucks, I don't think you're going to be sorry you know, no. at all. No, you're not. Um, it's, a, it's a nice, and I think it has got a little bit of a wintry vibe to it. Um, mm. Auckland, and, and if you're in Christchurch, uh, close your ears now, but uh, Auckland's been quite cold, really. <laughs> uh, you know, it got kind of in the the teens. Yeah, you know, the low 10, teens. Whatever. Um, yeah. Um, and it's been quite cold, and and actually sitting in front of a fire with with uh, a read and read has been quite a a, mm. a pleasure actually over the last week or so. I can imagine that. Now, would you would you rather Cadrona sauce? Um, well, I mean, you can't ask me that question because the answer is always yes. Um, so See, yes, I, I I wouldn't because Cadrona sauce is that. Was 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 quite good tasting. That you'd want to. It feels too common to have it beside the fire. 
What? Cotronophil is too common, but to have. Oh, it's a common setting. Um, yeah, I'm not with you. I think for me, Cardrona was, you know, forged in the fires of Mount Doom. In that it was in Cardrona, and it's you know, cold, uh, and so not like it at all. But I think the the yeah, sitting sitting round a fire with a oh yeah with a Cardrona. Oh no, sitting. Around yeah, I'm over that. Yeah, it depends if I had to carry it there if I was just at home. Um, but anyway, yeah, good point. We're, we're waffling on, Chris. Do we like this gin? My answer is yes, we do. I do. My answer is yes. I think this is one of those we both like it mm. gins, and I think I think our listeners will like it. I think it's a good gin for yeah. for kind of for anything. I think it's a good anything gin. It's not one you know if your friends come around and they're you know they they know their stuff then. They like it, you know. The native gin is a little bit more, you know, it's a little bit interesting. If you don't care, you're still going to like it because it tastes nice. Yeah, yeah, and it's easy to drink. Um, you can even yeah. try it neat and uh, see if it tastes better. So, what are we saying? We're saying read and read native gin. Uh, we like it. Yes, we like it, and would buy it again. Yeah, I think that's possibly one of the most positive uh, reviews we've had in a little while, actually. Um, there's no kind of hesitation there. We like this gin. Yeah. Go out, buy it, drink it. You'll like it. Yes. I think that's what we're saying. We are, indeed, Chris. And uh, with that, it's uh, Kanpai, which, of course, is dry the glass in Japanese. Indeed it is. Uh, Kanpai, listeners. And uh, we'll catch you next week. There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. My baby goes that night and stays till the morning comes.